Oh yeah, we back. Yes, Lord. Oh yeah. Yo, what up, thirty three? Tell me something good. Everybody, you know they tell me life don't come with no menu, so we gonna take it a day at a time. Man, about time you got here, man. Light your cigar, do whatever you gotta do. Get comfortable so we can get this game going. Oh shit, what do you need to come out? Man, just hold your man, man. That's all you gotta do. Play some defense. Man, too late, man. Domino game. Back again. Like thank y'all for tuning to the Good Days, Great Nights podcast. Of course, I tell y'all all the time it's gonna be a good one, man. I, I appreciate y'all so much for joining us today. Uh got a couple names, couple handles. Go by. Some call me 33 if you know me in the cigar world. Uh, Alicia and Erickson's father or daddy, depending on what your demographic is. Uh Uncle Al, Cool Breeze, your your auntie's uh, favorite podcast host. <laughs> And uh, your uncle's favorite nephew. You know what I'm saying? He, he called me before he called you to, to fix the car and stuff around the house. So it's going to be a good one, man. I think we're going to have some fun with this one because it's uh, somebody I consider a friend. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing uh, different things and, you know, the rule of thumb, like the way we, we go about this, we really never ask you your name first. We're going to base it on some other things because here lately, you know, they've been making big moves, kind of like – Assassin, like quiet, you know, quiet moves, but attentional moves. So you might have heard they was in St. Louis one weekend. One weekend they was doing backflips in Dallas, uh, shooting back home to be with the grandkids, uh, you know. And not kind of taking care of themselves, but taking care of themselves, but maybe could probably do it a little bit better. We'll get on her. We'll kind of we'll kind of get on her a little bit, make sure she understands the importance of that. So um, we do a little thing here. And we base it off of something different. We base it off of music. So in the sense of uh, five songs. So if we were getting ready to go somewhere and you get to pick the place where we're going to road trip to or we flying into and whatever, and you tell me the place you would like to go to, and then just tell me the place first. We'll go there first. Okay. So if we were to go somewhere right now, right now. we're probably going to go to Greece. You want to go to Greece? I go to Greece. Okay, so we got our passports. We there. We, we get there and uh, we we come in on the private jet. We coming in on the backside. Like it's like a big group of us or just? No, nah, it ain't a group of us. Okay. Not a group of us. Okay, so not a group. No, nah, no. Nah, if if we doing a group trip, we yeah. gonna go to Spain. We gonna go to Ibiza if we go to. If we're doing a group. You trip. teaching me something because ah. I don't know nothing about it. So okay. Yeah. Either way, we 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 uh, we there. We jump in. The, we jump in the rental. We jump in the car and it's time to ride. So you being a boss, you being a lady of uh, many titles and things like that, we probably show, getting show for the realm. But it's your turn with the Bluetooth. All right. So five songs right now today that describe you as a person. Probably first one, Tupac, picture me rolling. Give me a little bit. Tell me why. Oh man, I think that I've just been the underdog for so long. So it's kind of like. Every time somebody sees me, they're like, oh, my God, we're so proud of you. We didn't think that. So I always be like, picture me rolling in my 500 bin. Talk <laughs> you know, your stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. yeah, I got to talk my stuff. Yeah. So then it'll probably be uh, Korean Hawthorne blessed. Okay. Yeah. You know, because yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, it wasn't my doing. Right. It, anything that I've gone through, been through, overcame, and where I am now is definitely with all predestined and it really had nothing to do with me i just you know followed and listened just walked in right i just walked in it okay uh oh my god probably anything from wide rod wave right now like i feel like he just talks (laughs) to my soul he just speaks to me okay Uh, just all his music is probably me reincarnated okay um let me think i would do um 
Oh my god, this is so hard. I would probably do two more. We need two more. Two more. This is so difficult because I'm a I'm a music head, so it shouldn't be difficult. No, that's why it is difficult because it's it's it's, it's kind of giving you a little bit of projection uh, of you as a person. So it's, it's supposed to be like that a little bit. So I'll probably do Meek Mill. Um, are you about to? Are we going? Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. Oh. You, you do something that I don't do, so I got to do this over here. That's all I know over here. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, one more. One more. Hmm. Who would it be? I'm gonna kick myself in the tail later because I'm be like, man, how did I forget about? <sighs> Who would it be? Okay. Ah. Uh, and I probably have to go back to what is so crazy. I, I feel like Tupac is like my my ultimate favorite artist. I think anything that you listen to when you was about fourteen or fifteen is kind of what you stuck with. Yeah. And uh, which Tupac? Which other one? Dang, it's so hard. Mm, it is Tupac got a catalog. Dang, he do. Oh my god, how do I not know? All right, it's the song. <laughs> Nobody, you you, you, gotta, you gonna help me out, Corey? Because he ain't gonna help me. I already know he ain't helping me. Uh, it, it's the one where where she's like, uh, uh, oh, oh my bad. Uh, it's the one where she kicks in like she she can't have. Can I cuss on here? You do your thing. Oh. Don't, don't go crazy. Okay, I gonna curse. No, do where, where where she's like, uh, she's not gonna. She's not. F having babies by swearing he could save me. My strategy's official. Checking your pockets while I tongue kiss you. Softest tissue, so my next shoe is how to dish you. Call me Storm from the day I was born. I've been known to break the coldest mother till it's horse worn. Oh my God. What is it? Yeah. Street switch. Yeah, run the street. I, I was just run waiting. The I was just waiting. I was just waiting. Yes, yes. Okay. So that, that, that and that's be, why. Why? Give me that yeah. one. Give me that one. Oh my God. So it, it kind of go both ways. So I feel like I'm the guy version of that song. Okay. And then I'm still the girl version of it. Like, dude, I'm not about to be having no babies by you. If you're not about to, I'm going to ignore you. But at the same time, I used to feel like, dude, chill out to my spouses. Let me run these streets. This is how I get this money. Yeah. Let me run these streets. Let me do what I do. So I, I'm kind of like on both sides of that. Okay, so do me a favor, introduce yourself. Oh my God! So I feel like he got like five names, but <laughs> my name is Tanisha Brown, aka Miss Keys. So I mean, you can call me either one of those. You can call me Jacoby's mom. You can call me Man King's Grant Mima. You know, you but got, just you but got just, some handles out here. Yeah, I got show. I got some handles too. Okay. I got some handles. Okay, so, yeah. so check it out. You got two pop. Tupac. Uh, run the streets. Run the streets. That's a. Uh, that's probably my that's, ultimate. That's probably number one, right? But there. that's one of the ones, though, because that's that's who he love at his finest. Like you know, I, I'm I'm gonna, at the end when he talking. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite part. Okay, like, when okay, he talking. okay. And then, then you said um, Rod Wave, right? Yep. Rod Wave. Anything. anything Rod Wave. Almost anything. Uh, I feel like abandoned. Abandoned is like probably gotcha. my favorite. I think you might be. You might be short. You might need one more. But I'm, I'm gonna help. I don't think I'm short. You got Rod um, Wave, you got Tupac. I did Meek Mills, and I didn't even give you a song for Meek. So what you want? Oh, man. That's another hard one. Okay. Just give me one real quick. It ain't no right or wrong. Uh, we'll come back and get you get your list at the end. Just what is it? Is. Heat. What is it? Heat. Oh, my God. Why do I not know the names of the songs? That's because they just play randomly. They just play randomly? Yeah. Okay. We ain't even going to worry about it. So check this out. So Meek Mills. Mm-hmm. More or less of a uh, a hustler. Yep, a hustler every day. He got to get it. He's focused on what he want to do, right? Mm-hmm. So that fills the void. So if I was to not know you as a person, I know she's a hustler. Mm-hmm. She come from nothing. She wants to make better. Maybe right. came from something, but I ain't come from nothing. But come from you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then ride wave. That's just more or less of your emotional side. That's mm-hmm. more or less of being through things and like going through mm-hmm. and letting it pour out in action. Because mm-hmm. you see him a lot of times, he don't do a lot of interviewing, a lot of things. He's kind of like reserved mm-hmm. to himself. But at the same time, he's a good person because his mind frame is more or less of like let the music talk for me. Yeah. So let my let let the work that I do here talk for me. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, you stopped it. <laughs> so go ahead and share it then. And then uh, next. when I'm when I'm blessed, when I'm blessed, that's just giving credit to God. Yeah. You know so 
I think that that's a that's a good list. That's a powerful list, man. Because I think it's it's a little bit of everything in there. I'm surprised there ain't no R and B in there, but I'm gonna let you make it. I'm gonna let you make. It. I'm gonna nah. let you make it. Thug life. Okay. So 24 hours in a day, right? What is uh what does 24 hours in a day look like for you? Like what what are you doing? What time are you waking up? Uh, I wake up every day about five five thirty. Okay, give me a rundown. What are we doing? Five thirty, shower. Mm-hmm. Um, hop in my car. I'm probably in St. Louis, heading to Kansas City. Okay. I stop at the same gas station every morning. Okay. Fill up, take my gas station picture because I always do. Right, right. A gas station pic. Think of something what's on my mind or whatever I dreamt about that day or what my plans are for that day. Right. I do a, a post, an inspirational post with some sort of quote or some sort of thing, something kind of motivating. It kind of motivates me. Yeah. Um, not, I really don't post it for other people. I post it for my own That's stuff. Dope. That's dope. It just happens to also reach and touch somebody else. Yes, ma'am. But it's my hop in the car. I turn on my Pandora. It's going to be either Rod Wave Station, okay. uh, Funny Meek Mill Station, okay. Tupac Station, <laughs> or Korean. So it's literally one of those uh, stations, okay. and I'm gone. Um, uh, I probably make it to about the 100-mile marker, okay. and then I'm making phone calls because okay. it's about 8 o'clock then. It's about 8 o'clock, so people are up. Uh I make it into the office or meeting because I try to schedule meetings. Right. Get here, check on the agents. If I got a meeting, shoot over to a meeting. Make my make my rounds to any of the projects that I'm working on here. Uh, try to grab me something to eat. Try to stop and either have lunch with my son okay. or see one of them grandkids. Right. And then by three thirty, four o'clock on the highway back to St. Louis. Just in time for dinner. So it's either going to be at one of my favorite restaurants mm-hmm. or I took something out that morning. That's dope. And cooked. And then I watch some TV or watches me. Either way. Okay. Sleep, do it all again. So that's about four days, three or four days out of the week. That's my day. Okay. So my question to you is out of all of that you said, when is your time? Like, so what is that? That that time, like, how do you balance all of that and still keep keep your sanity, keep your mind every day, knowing for four days, the five days out of the week, I'm gonna do this. What does your time look like? Where you get that moment to to take that time and just kind of go into that? So I don't think that since we've opened back up after the pandemic, I've taken that time yet. Right. Uh, I've been horrible with balance. Balancing things, and it's the one thing that I tell most people when they do try to become an entrepreneur or anything, doesn't matter what kind, you got to find balance. It's my advice to others, but I still haven't quite, you know, grasped it myself. But I do take some time, like every now and again, I'll go off to the ranch or something in Texas. I just haven't been in a few months only because there's so much to do. There's so many events and things that I have going on and you have to kind of gear up for those. And and so I haven't really had uh, any chance. And plus we're opening a new office in St. Louis. It's Mm -hmm. just been crazy, but I'm going to, I'm going to take two weeks somewhere. You ain't got a choice now. Uh, Yeah. I don't have a choice. Well, you know, I could be defiant, like I'm probably am going to be. We could, we could, <laughs> we could definitely say that it's important. You see what I'm saying? So I challenge you to make sure that you do take that time to uh, to, to kind of smell your roses because you you got a lot going on, and I think sometimes we don't even realize that we're doing so much. We're just goal driven, right. and then like with the pandemic, it was lesser so now i gotta get back what i feel like i lost Mm -hmm. but i don't really think we lose things i think at that time of life like it's really to slow us down Mm -hmm. like kind of give us some better understanding okay so when you look at like you know uh relationships (laughs) like as far as like when it comes to like uh your co-workers people that work with you You, i won't say they work underneath you but they're your co-workers right Right. we all work together how um how do you preserve those relationships and teach them without making it seem like that you're above them or they're below you? Oh, 
I think that I, I think that if nothing else, I like to think myself as humble. Okay. Nobody is. I'm not above anybody. I don't do anything that anybody can't do either. So I don't look down on anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, just as much as I encourage them, they encourage me. Yeah. Them believing in me keeps me encouraged. Uh, them, yeah. Them them actually doing the things and watching them actually do the things that ever or advice that I give is like awesome to me. But because I didn't have anybody to help me or give me advice. So for me to be able to share with them, um, it is most humbling. So I don't think that I come off. I'm, I'm like everybody. What you say, you, you, everybody's, uh, you, every uncle's nephew or something like that. Yeah. I feel like I'm every person's sister. Oh, okay. Younger, old, don't matter if you're older than me or younger than me. Like we sisters. In like, some kind of way. Yeah. In some kind of way, whether you're a guy or girl. Yeah. I, I, I just am that I'm that one, like I'm a sister figure, not a mother figure. Cause yeah. I don't, I don't be, I'm not about to be reprimanding you or anything like right. that. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna listen to you. I'm may or may not depending on what it is. If you ask for my advice, I'll give it to you. If you don't, I'm just going to tell you to be strong. I'm yeah. not going to judge you. So yeah, no, I'm just everybody's sister. That's cool. That's cool. I think, I think it's needed. I think yeah. it's needed in the realm, not just in business, but in life because a lot of times, especially men, they go into a thing with somebody do say something to them. They acting like their mom, mm-hmm. or they coming off like their mom. So the fact that if you, and I think you got a few uh, male relatives and stuff like that, mm-hmm. so I like do. that's sometimes that's hard for some men to, yes. to work under oh. a woman or work for a woman. We, see, that's see they don't work. We also we all work for or under Keys Realty Group. We work for ourselves. Yeah. I'm just, we're a team. I'm just there to help them get to where they're trying to get to. Right. So you give me your goals, I'm going to help you get there. I can't do it for you, right. but I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a give you what knowledge I do have to help you get there. I can't motivate you to get out here and sell. I can give you the tools and the knowledge. Now, what you do with it is up to you. Right. Now, you tell me, based on what your goals was, that you want to close $10 million in sales. Yeah. Well, what you doing? Right. Get up here and do it then. Yeah, you got sense. the tools. You got the you got the clients. You have the knowledge. You got the cheat code because they have you. Yeah. So get out here and do it. So yeah, I, I I don't think again. Even the guys, the guys are probably the dopest here. You yeah. know what I'm saying, man? The guys are so mad dope. Um, today earlier when I was sick, <laughs> when I wasn't feeling well, mm-hmm. when I tell you, I call uh, Rayquan, Rayquan. I, he could tell I couldn't breathe. Like yeah. he was like. I'm a, let me make a few phone calls. I'll call you right back. All right, go up here and get a COVID test. Well, then, you know, when I when the blood start coming up, I was like, yeah. I'm going to have to bypass the COVID test. This is probably, mm-hmm. I got to go somewhere more. And he's messaging me like, or you calling my phone. And then he must have called my son. I don't be trying to, yeah, yeah. to worry, worry the kids. He calling me, what's going on? I'm like, oh, my God. They are like my daddies for real. But they, they, they like, hey, 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 the agents hit me. Hey. Take a break. We got this. Right. You, you don't, you, you, we got this. Go get some rest. That's we dope. need you. <laughs> so go rest up. Whatever it is that you need us to do, we'll come and do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nah, yeah, I got this. I'm gonna go get some rest after today. But, gotcha. but yeah, like everybody mad though. The dudes, they are, they are most humble and they are most appreciative. One of them, I went to broker school with 18 okay. years ago. Okay. 18 years ago, he said he was had his own brokerage. So okay. he was like, man, let me tell y'all something. I quit. Tanisha kept going. I mean, look at it. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just blessed to be able to have watched her. And now I'm like, yo, I'm coming to you. I was right. like, you could just do it. He's like, nah, I'm coming with you. That's good. I, I, I'm, I'm coming. But that's cool, though. That means, yeah. that means during school, he's seen something in you, and then you didn't burn that bridge. Yeah. To, 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 yeah. Raekwon, I think I did your work for you <laughs> in, in class. <laughs> he he wasn't cheating off your paper. You just did it for him. I did it for him. I did. Okay, I did. I think cool. him your book. So, I'll, I'll write it for you. So when you look at that, and you said something about your son, uh, tell me, tell me, uh, we was talking, we had a conversation. Your son, uh, he did something in real estate at a young age. Yeah. What do you do? Oh, my goodness. So at 17, he... Bought his first investment property. Okay. He renovated it. Uh, it was supposed to pay for his first year of college because 
he injured his hand and wasn't going to be able to play. He wasn't able to play football his okay. senior year. Okay. So scholarships out the door. So that's how he was going to pay for college. Uh, somewhere between the pandemic and, I don't know, excuse me, he decided, you know, I don't think I'm going to go to college. He said, um, I'm pretty sure if I go to college, I'm going to waste my money because I'm going to be having fun and I'm not going to be focused. I'm not ready for college. Okay. So um, I said, well, you got to do something, buddy. <laughs> you, what you going to do? <laughs> He's like, I'm going to be a realtor. Well, of course. You know, I kind of poked my chest. I'm like, yeah, come on. Go just go to class, you know. So he went to real estate school. He uh, got his license. He's probably done. I mean, so he's been licensed since like the end of October 2020. Okay. He's done about five, five, six deals. He sold his house, you know, I, I mean, for he sold it at an awesome time because he yeah. got racks over his asking price. Gotcha. And uh, took him down last week, just last week to his first tax delinquent tax sale auction. He ain't getting nothing. <laughs> Everything he wanted, they went past. Right, right, right. But I, just to just to see the hunger in him and him understanding like how processes goes, the contracts, talking and dealing with people, even though he's a quiet person, right. but he understands like, mom, if I keep on this path, I'll be financially secure before I'm 25. No I'm doubt. like, you will. You just got to keep focused. It's up to you. So was it, was real estate your dream? What did you want to do? Are y'all for real? Mm-hmm. So like 13 years old. Okay. <laughs> 13 oh, years old. Is that, I think that's about the time you start thinking about, right, what you want to do when you grow up. Is right. That about right? or what, at what age did you know what you wanted to do? I've been knowing what I wanted to do for a long time. What age? Probably about 8 to 10. 8, eight to 10? Yeah. So this whole time, 8 to 10, you knew that you wanted to have a podcast. Because I don't even think they had podcasts. It wasn't a podcast. So you want to do radio? I want to. I want to be on TV, and I want to shoot ball. Okay, so you want to be on TV? All right. Well, my my aspirations were not that broad. Okay. I guess you kind of was it somebody in your family around you that was on TV? No, you know, like like J Cole say, first first off, rest in peace, to Uncle Phil. Like they raised us, so like growing up as kids, like Family Matters, Martin. You know what I'm saying? Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, all those shows as kids, like we seen that stuff and that's what we matter of fact, my favorite my favorite thing was New York Undercover. I don't think I remember. That's that. the two cops. The two cops, one was uh, Puerto Rican, one was black guy. And it was just like it was one of my favorite shows to watch as a kid. They had a little bitty hole on the wall club called Natalie's. Cause if I couldn't be if I couldn't be in the music doing like some kind of T V or basketball, uh-huh. I wanted a little bitty hole on the wall. Spot. You want a juke joint? I wanted I wanted a little speakeasy. Come on in here. Like, okay, like cheers. okay. Yeah, I'm almost embarrassed then. Cause Come on, it's okay. To tell y'all, so <laughs> my, whole, <laughs> my whole goal was at 13, uh, I kind of moved around a lot. So I kind of lived with like all of my sisters, you know, okay. month here, month there. So I had them to kind of look at and see what I wanted to do. So I have this, I lived in Atlanta during the time. Okay. Atlanta. Atlanta. So this is before I actually lived there. I was visiting, and one year I visited during Freaknik. Say no more. I visited during Freaknik. You got to see. I, was, I didn't get this. I'm kind of yeah, jealous. So I'm hanging out with my sisters, and you know they're all grown, right? And uh, Freaknik, I'm just like, dude, y'all got all the guys. What does every? I mean, I knew my sister was a nurse, yeah, but her she she was high. All her friends was high, like. What do they do? Like, they got all the guys, like, everywhere we pulled up. I right. mean, all the dudes rushing over. And, you know, I'm just a little girl, 13. I'm like, man, I want to have all the guys. And then I heard them. <laughs> they was like, they they were strippers. Okay. And I'm like, what? I said, I want to do. Yeah. I want to be a stripper. They get all the dudes. I'm going to be, like, I'm going to do the rag time, bank head bounce. Like, I'm going to be, yeah, you that's what I'm going to do. I'm like. That's what I aspired to be. <laughs> it didn't work out. And a rapper. I wanted to be a rapper. And my, my rapper name was T-Baby. <laughs> it was T-Baby. Okay. So I wanted to be a rapper and a stripper. Well, needless to say, <laughs> I ended up being neither one of those. Okay. At all. Didn't even audition. Yeah. 
I've never been on a pole unless it was aerobics. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. And only rap in my car. Okay. So, yeah. So that's what I aspired to be. Other than that, I had no dreams or aspirations. I just knew. Mm-hmm. I didn't know nothing. That's just it. I didn't know nothing. I didn't know what I wanted to be, what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I probably didn't figure out that I just didn't want to continuously live the way I lived until I got pregnant at 15. Gotcha. When I, when I was, when I was pregnant with my first son, I was like, I don't know what I want to do right. or how I'm going to do it. I just know that I can allow this child to grow up how I grew up. Right. So. No. So, that. so the reason why I asked, because like you said, he had dreams to go to college and play ball. You had dreams to do certain things and kick it. You want to kick it. You know, so like that was really, that that was it. it. You know what I'm saying? Well, it came with it. But in that process of it and understanding it, when it shifts and now he has you to look at, Mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying? So that's something like you're doing your child a service Mm -hmm. because a lot of, a lot of kids don't have any kind of guidance to look at and say, Hey, this is a good thing. Or if they have it, it's hindered by personals, you see what I'm saying? Because of. They don't want my biggest thing with my kids was I didn't want them to experience pain. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But with you, you're able to show them like, hey, you're gonna have some hard times, but if you do this, it'll put you in a better place. Because I'm pretty sure hurting his hand as a mom, you're like, damn, you know, this is what his dream is. But you allowed him to become a man in that moment. Because some people are gonna tell you, now nah, you're going to school. It's not an option. You see what I'm saying? Right. So for you to be like, no, nah, okay, what you want to do? And ask. That's that's more mulligans than any any young man could ever ask because growing up as men you're always kind of told what to do. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. So that was that's dope. That was the reason for me asking. So real quick, though, let me make sure I show my boy some love. You you, you know this right? You know a little bit about this drip? Yeah yeah yeah. I bought I bought cases from him. So when he first started. So so David, you know, uh, shout out him. He's a sponsor. Shout out David. He's a he's that dispatch USA. <laughs> That too. Do you know what I'm saying? Second season, he took care of us. He's been, he been blessing us with the water. Mm-hmm. And I got to shout him out, man, because he, uh, he got Entrepreneur of the Year uh, uh, with, the, uh, with the awards. Really? With the People's Choice Awards. He did, okay. man. So I want to make sure my dog get his, get his flowers, man. He got something going right there. Um, so when you look at that and you, it shows that you're doing your son a, you know, a good service, like to, to build him up. But so like when you look at like your personal like your relationship, your relationships, do you think that coming up in the ranks in the real estate thing kind of hindered them? Do you think that where you're at now, like what did you learn now versus when you first started like dating in this realm and like how to balance that part? Um, that men are very jealous. <laughs> That's, That's what I learned. That's I true. mean, men are, are, are jealous. Every, mm-hmm. I, I feel like every man says and thinks that, well, not every, but most because, the ones feel, you've encountered. The ones I've encountered. There we go. Because you ain't going to do my dogs. Yeah. I, I feel like they always want a strong woman, a, a woman out here that's hustling, that's getting it, mm-hmm. until they actually get that woman and know that they got to step their game up to stay with this woman, to be with this right. woman. And it's really intimidating for a lot of men. Um, and it also brings a lot of jealousy. You wouldn't think that you would be laying next to mm-hmm. your, a person that's jealous of you for success when mm-hmm. your success is their success. So right. there should be nothing to be jealous about. They should be encouraged. Right, right. So I think that uh, I, I've learned that in dating, doing real estate. Well, not really dating because, I, I mean, I've been married the whole time. Right. Just to different folk. Gotcha, but, gotcha. Uh, I, I, I've been married, but just, just understanding that Dating people who have less than you, it's probably not best for everybody. You got to be a strong person. You have to, unless it's a strong person, uh, to date somebody who has, or in a relationship with somebody who has less than you. And and it doesn't matter if they have the will and drive to do it too. Mm -hmm. If you guys aren't encouraging one another, then then it could be real discouraging and real damaging to a relationship to... To be like, you what? What's that movie? Sleeping with the enemy. Like, right. I feel like I'm sleeping with the enemy. Like, sleeping with the enemy. Right. So, so uh, if you could give some advice, like for a person, like you said, somebody dating, I guess you would. I don't consider it below because depending on what you have or how you look at what the importance of values are or whatever. But right. we'll say for the sake of what it is, you have more. Whatever that more is, maybe you got more drive. Maybe you got more money. Maybe you have less time than they got. Mm-hmm. How do 
how would you like tell somebody to how would you bring them buff up like what would be your game i think that communication is key communication understanding what one person's weaknesses and strengths are and you know they could be quite they could be opposite of each other's mm-hmm. so to be able to balance those out and encourage or feel the void of where the other one's falling short as opposed to attacking them because of it uh it is a big difference it, it it makes the it makes a big difference um there should be no egos yeah uh in in relationships there should be no egos in a household it, yeah. period <laughs> i mean huh? egos are kill a lot of things but it's going to definitely kill a pride and egos kills relationships if you want a, a lasting one you're going to have to check them at the door yeah so okay so with that with that being that you're independent being that you you know said like you said you was pregnant baby in the womb you knew you wanted your baby to have a better situation do you think Sometimes that hinders some relationships in the time that we live in now. Not so much of like a woman being outspoken, but just people being outspoken. Do you think it's like a time and a place for it? Or how do you balance that part where it can be that, where it does no, where there's no egos and nobody feels like in a marriage that they're above or below or in relationship? How do you make that person feel like, hey, you might not have fuck all the child money, but you got, you know what I'm saying, Texas Roadhouse money. See, that's kind of hard for me because... Talk your talk. Well, no, it's kind of hard for me because I'm real simple, right? Yeah. I'm simple as crap. Right. Like, I, me and my husband, I wake up at 2 a.m. and be like, you want a burger or you want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Yeah. You know, or we might be like, yo, how late you going to be in? I'll be in about 8. Let's shoot over to the Ritz. You know what I'm saying? Like, it right. doesn't matter. It doesn't... It mm-hmm. it, it, it kind of... I can't really answer that question because nothing really. I'm a cooker, so I'd rather cook at home. Right. Uh, so it doesn't matter if I get in at 10 or 11 o'clock at night. If I took some out or I'm going to defrost some because I'd much rather eat at home than out. But every now and again, I do want to go out. I do want to, you know, have somebody prepare my food and have a cocktail and talk smack to somebody who. Randomly sitting at the bar, you know, like yeah. so. It, it, it's kind of hard no, to it, say it, how how to to balance or how mm-hmm. to make somebody feel like it's okay because it should be okay. It should be like that Anthony Hamilton song. If you ain't, if we don't have no money, it doesn't matter. We can have a picnic. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, well, they, they they clowning him on uh, Instagram right now. Well, the the meme because they said. We can uh, we can fill up on love alone. <laughs> uh, I think somebody had did a meme. I had to show it to you offline, but they was clowning. But I agree. Yeah, but I, I mean, think uh, all you need is love and respect and communication. Yeah, I think anything yeah. can. We had this kind of talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had this talk going down the highway. You know, yeah. when I was like, so since I talked to you, am I good enough to be on your show now? <laughs> there you go. So, <laughs> but I just feel like if you got love, yes, conquers all. Yeah. Communication and respect. I uh-huh. mean. Man, that right there. So it shouldn't matter a dollar amount or, uh-huh. or anything because everybody's level of comfortability and everybody's lifestyle is quite different. Right. It's just different. But I think I think what you did answer was was good in a sense because it was be open minded mm. and be be uh be okay with change, be okay to 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 prepare a meal. Is like that's that's like a that's that's luxury these days. And that's love. My kids, <laughs> my son, would be like, Mama, Mama. <laughs> you cooking? I'd be like, yeah. He said, hold up, hold up, hold up. Is you cooking with love, though? <laughs> That's it. I'm like, what? He was like, because if you ain't cooking with love, don't, don't cook. Yeah. Because when you ain't cooking with love, we'd be like, man, I ain't eating that. <laughs> whatever. I'm like, dude, whatever. He's like, nah, but when you cook with love, we could we could taste the love in the food. Right, right, right. But cooking to me is like therapeutic. Music and cooking. Give me the kitchen and some tunes. Okay. And I'm 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 like... I, I told you I'm a rapper. I'm a rapper in the car. I'm a rapper. I'm a rapper in the kitchen. Okay. <laughs> I forgot the kitchen. No doubt, no doubt. So when uh, a few years back, you, you started this this business. Tell me a little bit about it. Tell me everything. All right. So I mean, I've been a real estate broker and investing in real estate since I was 18. Okay. But. You know, it was really just about the money for me. When I became a real estate broker, it, everything was transactional, not relationship. Mm-hmm. That's just how it was. I wasn't thinking 
in terms of that. Right. Then in 2017, a couple things happened. Um, I kind of got sick. And then I was like, God, Lee, man, I got to prepare. You know, I, like this morning, I thought I was about to be writing my own eulogy out and leaving mm. it for somebody. So I'm like, oh, man, I got to make sure that my kids are okay. I have to make sure that my grandson is okay. So mm. let me get some things in order. But that same year, Kansas City had a lots of deaths, lots of deaths. And all around the city, all you heard about was gentrification. The white folks is coming here. They they taking our properties. They moving us out. Right. And I was thinking, I mean, to me, it was simple. It was simple. Buy the houses. Y'all yeah. buy the houses. Like, if you don't want them to come in here and buy them, they for sale, buy right. them. Obviously, that was like one plus one. Equals two. Guess that was just simple. Too simple. Right, right, right. I thought it was simple. Obviously, <clears throat> it wasn't that simple. So I decided, you know what? Why aren't people buying houses? Why aren't these black folk buying houses? So, of course, I'm asking people. I'm doing a poll on social media. They're like, I don't got no money. I don't have no uh, good credit. I can't afford it. Just, just can't, can't, can't. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is what I'm going to do. I'm coming down here. <coughs> Excuse me. You're right. <coughs> I'm coming down here. So uh, July 2017, I opened this office and was like, <coughs> I'm so sorry, y'all. You're all right. Take your time. Get some water in your system, man. I don't want no problems. So I'm like, yo. I'm going to come and help educate everybody on how to buy a house. Okay. I'm going to show them how, where the money is. I'm going to show them how to build up their credit. <coughs> you think that was simple enough. Right. You offering this for free. People going to come. No. People weren't showing up. Well, it was baffling to me. Right. Because I felt like, well, this is everything that y'all was complaining about. Here it is. Someone is trying to help you overcome all those obstacles. Right. I spent the whole year, every Wednesday night, walk-in Wednesdays, Keys Realty Group stayed open from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., sometimes 9 p.m., for people to walk in to get the information and the Mm -hmm. resources for free. I was convinced. They just like complaining. Yeah. That's it. Just like complaining. So you think that's like the basis of where we live in now? Like, as far as, like, the, or just then, or you think it's getting better? I think that the pandemic put fire underneath a lot of people's tails. Okay. But we still got a lot of work to do. We gotcha. still got to come. You still got to show up. Because if I was to throw a concert or a party, everybody coming dressed to the nines. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To to listen to music and still go home and not be able to pay their damn light bill. Still going to be late on their car note. Still still got bad credit. But yet they just spent $150 on a concert ticket, $300 on some <laughs> on an outfit. On, and, but it costs $500 for me to come and show you how to get your credit and stuff together. So you can actually be living like you, living like you look. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Come mm-hmm. on. Come on. No. It, it's It's... People rather look like they got their stuff together instead of actually getting their stuff together. Right. And that's some sick shit to me. That's, right. that's crazy. It's it is baffling to me because if you as a parent, if even if you're not a parent, there's somebody that's looking up to you. If you get yourself in order, guess what? If you learn what to do, you can help your child learn what to do. Right. And they can help their child learn what to do. So by getting yourself in order, you are able to give your your child a head start in life. Everybody ain't got to get it out the mud. That shit is not freaking. <laughs> right, what right, up? right. It's right, not. Right. I'm sorry. Some of us did have to. Right. But guess what? I don't want my. I don't want my kids. Yeah, to. I don't want kids to do. It. I don't want my grandkids to. So yes, everything I do is to help them have a head start. Yeah. They don't got to struggle. I did it already. I did it already. And I, listen, I, I I believe that. Like I really like. I really believe that. And I think. That when you're looking at it and you're going through life, like that was that's one of my biggest things. Like with my kids and my grandkids, like some of us didn't. You didn't. Some people came into it like you come into money, you come into being well off. I was bullheaded in certain things, but 
at the same time, my dad paid bills a little different. He worked every, he got paid every week. He was a construction worker, so there was always money coming in. He he uh, was a DJ. So if he wasn't working on cars and DJing and doing houses and building firecracker stands, it was always some kind of hustle. You see what I'm saying? Cutting grass, whatever. My mom, she sat down and did her bills, but it was kind of like, what you doing? I got this. And then later on, you learned it. So the fact that now we're all old enough to know better, I think it's crazy that we don't prepare ourselves more. But I had to get out of my own ways because I was worried about the time it was going to take to fix it. And letting it prolong versus saying my fault. Instead and, of starting right now, starting right then there. Because a lot of times that was my, but that's I mean that's just me being bullheaded, but me being transparent. I didn't want to sit down and go through it. I didn't want to sit down and look at my numbers and look at all the damage I had already done. I just wanted to kind of like act put like it in the closet and put act it. Like yeah, it don't exist. Right. Like it's gonna go away. I, like I was the like boogeyman that. when the lights come on, he just go away. Right. Nah. And so I think it's dope that you offer that. So. Right now, so you said every Wednesday you do that here still? No, every third Wednesday now. Every third Wednesday, and it's what time again? It's from 7 to 7. No, 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 no I'm sorry. It's from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Every third Wednesday. Every third Wednesday. Okay, okay. And then you do credit, they'll do the credit part and as well as talk about houses and everything else, right? So the credit part, you typically have to make an appointment with me, and I typically only do credit on Fridays unless you're just not available on Fridays, and okay. then we'll figure it out. Okay, okay. I mean, that's the things that you're still offering. It's a, it's, it's a luxury. Okay. Now, 2018, we was talking about something that happened after that. So you said 17 and then 18. What happened? Oh, my goodness. So 2018, uh, If for those of y'all who, who don't really know, uh, that was the 50th anniversary of the Fair Housing Act. And, of course, I'm in real estate, so I'm going to know. I'm a landlord. I'm going to know about fair housing. And I'm also going to let you know that – even 2021, we don't have fair housing. But in 2018, it was the 50th anniversary of the passing of the Fair Housing Act. Okay. And I was thinking, after hosting all these seminars and people not showing up, I was like, what can I do in order to get people to show up, right? right. And in my head, I'm like, people come to concerts. People come to stuff that's fun. So I said, I'm going to create an experience. Okay. I'm going to create an experience that's going to be fun and educational. So uh, that's when I came up with the Kansas the Kansas City Homes Tour experience. Yep. So April 2018 was my first uh, the first tour. So it was just not just a home buying seminar; it was a bus tour too. Okay. So I loaded folk up on buses and took them around the Kansas City Urban Core to look at affordable and renovated houses for sale, to let people know that we got some jewels in the city. Right. You don't have to get pre-qualified and go out to the suburbs. Stay right here. Mm-hmm. Have the equity in your homes. So so, so, so I'm, I'm, I want to make sure I understand. Explain <laughs> the equity part. Like, why is it, why is it important? Because that's where you get your wealth at and gain an equity mm-hmm. in, in assets. So... Most people who are investor in things gain it to get to gain an asset to gain equity, okay. to, which is money. Yeah. And in the urban core, and don't matter what city you in, that's where you get your most equity. That's where you gain your most equity because you're able to buy low, and the the chances of it increasing is higher higher numbers. Okay. Heck, people from 2018 who bought houses today, they probably got a good fifty, sixty thousand dollars in equity just because this year and last year was a seller's market. The prices, the prices increase like crazy. Gotcha. So, people who bought houses, uh, maybe off the tour for sixty five thousand dollars in two thousand eighteen, they probably got a house now that's worth about one hundred and twenty five thousand. Like insane. And the house probably was way less than that then. Yeah, for sure, for okay. sure. So, so okay. So, this is my question to you then. Then, why is it? Is it just a program thing that we think that when you get a little money, you got to move on the outskirts? I think that. I think it's a few things. I mean, people people say the schools, uh, people say the neighborhood, mm-hmm. people say the uh, the crime, and uh, just the chance for people to uh, have access to more things, uh, whether it's businesses, stores, you know, people just want access gotcha. to more things. And most of the development and stuff was happening outside of the city. 
it takes it takes a lot. It takes businesses to keep people in the urban core, keep gotcha. people in neighborhood. So it's that's why it's important for start a business. Don't worry about if you know somebody else who got the same con. You know, yeah, do it anyway. Open it up here in the city. People gonna come. Yeah. Matter of fact, the more businesses, people will stay here in the city if they have access to resources. Yeah. I mean, because when you look at it and you come into the city, you don't even have Walmarts in the city. Nope. And I think I think it's kind of designed that way. Got a bunch of family dollars. You got a bunch of family dollars, <laughs> bunch of dollar generals. You'll get everything else. Mm-hmm. But I think it's designed that way to make you go out mm-hmm. and not really come into it. So you said landlord. So if you could give some tips, like just maybe two, do you think it's when it comes into the landlord thing? And do you think it's a it's a better thing to be to hold on to your properties? Or do you think the flip is better? It just depends on the properties. I feel like two two things. It's a case by case scenario. It depends okay. on what your goals are. Okay. Um, and it is it financial feasible for you to sell at this time? I mean, like I said, this is a seller's market. So for a house that I paid fifty thousand dollars for, if I can get one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for it right now, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Mister Miss Tenant. You can stay or you can move, but this mug's going up for sale. Right, right, <laughs> you know, right, so right, right. Uh, it's just it's just kind of case by case. Uh-huh. So at, at one point in my life, the residual was awesome because I didn't do no work. I didn't want to, I didn't do I didn't do any work. So I lived off my residual income. That's right. how I traveled. Every four to six weeks, I'm out the country. I'm gone. I come back in just to collect rent, do it all over again. Right. That's all I did. But now that I'm sitting still and now that I'm wanting to do more development and, and different things, it's like, whoo, I'm going to need this money right now. Uh, gotcha, so gotcha, let gotcha. me go ahead and sell a few of these properties so I can have more liquid cash so I could do, right, do right. some, make some moves. So it's really a case by case. That is you, like wholesaling too? Is that is like case to case too? Like if you want to do it or don't want to do it? Wholesaling is a totally, that's just a form of selling something. I'm not a wholesaler. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing no, no, wrong no, no. with wholesalers. Just trying I'm to give just, them some game. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a wholesaler, though. Mm-hmm. A wholesaler is like an unlicensed person who finds a property and yeah. brokers it and, and finds a property. A person who wants to sell it, then they go out and find a person that wants to buy it. They're See. just a broker without a license. See. Yeah, so I want, I want them to know. And they just tap their prices on top. Wholesalers just messing up the game, though, for a minute. Mm-hmm. I don't understand them sometimes. They trying to get rich off of one deal. It's don't 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 yeah. you don't have to get rich off of one deal. Walk it down. Yeah, walk it down. Like you gonna kill a deal because you want to make a fifty thousand dollar profit on one. Make fifteen twenty fifteen thousand five thousand. Don't matter. You ain't do nothing but make a phone call. Make another phone call. Do up some paperwork. Come on. So that's cool. I mean, and and I think so. Like with it with that, and the reason why I asked that because it's like so much going on nowadays where everybody's you know they gotta they want to be rich tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to be or today the same day they get it they want to be rich so. I want everybody to kind of see us different avenues to it. But like you said, like, you ain't always got to go for the gusto. You can kind of chip away at it. And you, if you do for it, and you still good. Man. It's more than what you had when you started. Exactly. So, so I, I think that's the same thing I say about contractors who come out and, like, give me bids on stuff. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Like, I've been doing this a real long time. Mm-hmm. You know that I know your numbers is hella fluctuated. Yeah. Oh, with this? Well, I'm, okay. Thank you. That's your price. I don't need your services. Don't argue. You with don't. Yeah. All right. Thank you for your time. You try to people. People shoot their own selves in the foot trying to get rich and greedy off of one deal. I'm sorry. This every relate every every business doesn't matter what it is. It should be relationship based. Yeah. And that's what you said. You had to learn. Yeah, relationship based. Okay. All right. No doubt. That's cool. You give me some. You give me some gems in there. We in there. You want to wrap it up? Okay, so so all right, I'll give you an example. Relationship based Come as on. far as as far as let's let's say we were just talking about construction. I'm I'm I go to different cities buying properties. So people come out and they try to give me bids. Now I always say, hey, you know, this is not a one time shot. You know, this is I'm trying to build up a relationship with you know some qualified uh, workers. Yeah. So. You're giving me, again, like I said, I know the prices of things, so I know that you these prices are hella fluctuated. Mm-hmm. This isn't the only project. You can have all my projects, but I can't. I, I ain't going to be able to make no money on, on these prices. Instead of somebody being like, yeah, I know I marked this up 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 400%. I could bring it down. Like, I ain't trying to not let nobody eat. But at the same time, come on, man. I, these aren't properties that I live in. These are properties that I invest in. So I have to be able to make a profit, too. Right. So that being said, that's a relationship-based business. You you come down a little bit for a long-term relationships. All right, you know, I know of nothing else. If I ain't got a, I don't have to go and look for any work because I know this person right, has got back to back back work for me that's gonna keep me busy regardless. Not saying I only have to do work for this person, but I know I have constant work right here. That's the, that's the, that's the, I think that's in life, shoot. If you get the people, because your name kind of get there before you do. So, yeah, yeah. So that's 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 that, that's definitely deep. Okay, so September twenty fifth. September 25th. Oh, my goodness. So, Let's, what we say, 9 a.m. to 7.30? Yes, it's a long day. Okay. So, so September 25th is our fall 2021 homes tour uh, and, uh, experience. Oh, my goodness. We missed it. We didn't get to do it last year because mm-hmm. of the pandemic. So, I've been so anxious to, like, oh, my God, I missed it for the spring because, you know, people still wasn't vaccinated yet. Right, right. But more people are more vaccinated now. I think with, you know, with some safety precautions and things like that, distancing them on the buses and inside the venue, that this would be successful. Yes, ma'am. So, it used to be a two-day event. Oh, Lord Jesus. It used to be two <laughs> days of my life. Okay. Uh, it used to be a two-day event. And I was like, yo. I got to condense this down to one day. Right, right, right. It's going to be a long day. So it's like 9 a.m. to 7.30. I mean, home buying seminars in the morning, home buying seminars in the evening, bus tour in the middle, lots of breakout rooms and fun and raffles and giveaways in between. We still always have the DJ. We have uh, uh, Tone, Tony Smith. Mm-hmm. He always comes in DJs. Uh for us, we it's always free food. For the past few years, we've had Gates catering, uh, always a food truck too, uh, and it's just always free. Everything's free. That's what's up. Uh, before then, we had Jazz's Louisiana Kitchen catering. So we, I mean, yo, it's it's always mad fun. It's, it's mad fun. You get a lot of information, a lot of education, a lot of resources. So whether it's credit that you need to overcome, whether you don't have a bank account, we have banks there. You want to get pre-qualified on site. We have we have that. We have people who have down payment. We have insurance companies. We have the school district. KC show me schools because there's more school options than people think of. Mm-hmm. People be afraid of the maintenance that comes along with the houses. So we have home warranty companies. That's dope. That's dope. Uh, a lot of people have grandparents and stuff who own homes and they're kind of stuck with them because their grandparents either didn't leave a will, they didn't do the deed properly. So we have title companies that kind of educate people on how to transfer titles, how to do this, because we have so many homes around here that are just blighted because there's nothing that can be done with them. They can't get a loan to fix them up because they're not deeded properly or they, like I said, people or their family have died and they didn't leave a will or transfer a, do a beneficiary deed for it to transfer a title. So you have this title that's no good. A cloudy title. You can't do nothing with it. So gotcha. just a lot of education, lots of fun. Like I said, lots of raffles. Mm-hmm. If if anyone's ever come to any of the home tours experience or, or any of my seminars, y'all know that I'm probably as real as you get when I'm talking. So you ask me anything mm-hmm. and I'm just going to be 100. I'm not going to say anything that's going to be like, oh, my God, do I need to get a dictionary? To understand what it is that she says. No, I'm talking to you. I'm talking directly to my audience. Right. Whatever, whoever you are out there, when I'm gonna look out there and I'm gonna talk directly to you. Yes, ma'am. So. And then you, uh, I said a couple of times you do like a thing for the realtors, like once you like these workshops or like a little get together. Oh stuff. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Tell me I about it. It's a uh, so a lot of people. A lot of it's funny because a lot of different realtors they always call me like, "Who you use for this? Who you use for that?" Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people want to know who my vendors are, who my resources are. And then I'd be like, well, who are you? Like, I want to know who you are. I ain't never done no business with you. Or we Facebook friends, but I ain't never met you before. Yeah. And so a lot of people in the industry, we don't know each other. Man, we supposed to be knowing each other. We supposed to be co-oping. You got a house that's for sale? Hold up. Let me see if we got somebody over here to buy it. You got something coming up? Oh, let me see. Like, why are we not networking within each other? Let's get these mugs sold fast. That's what we're here for. But see, and see, I think that that's a lost art, and I'll, it ain't a color thing. I just think it's a time thing now. Nobody wants to help each other 
because the fear of somebody will step above them faster or whatever. So I think really, I really want to give you flowers on that because I said I'm not a realtor. So, I, you know, I, I definitely would have came in there and partied a little bit. But I, I like the fact that you do that. Yeah, it was mad dope. Yeah. It was mad dope. I mean, it was people who were like, yo, Miss Keys, man, I ain't never, I always wanted to be, man, I, this is Kansas City. Yeah. This Kansas City. It's this big. Right, right, right. We should have all been knowing each right, other. We right. should have all met. We should have all done something. So I want to do something more, um, mm. something bigger, something, something. That was fun, though. It was yeah. really fun. Um, are you going to still do them like quarterly or are you going to Yeah, do I, I was trying to do them monthly, but this month and next month, crazy month. Gotcha. So gotcha. it's like I, I'm, I'm tied up. I might try to do something again come October. Definitely something for the winter time. Yeah, something for the winter time. I want to, uh, I want to do something to where I can raise money for my nonprofit because I want to help. I want to help applicants uh, have money to do home inspections and things like that. Something that goes towards housing. Mm. You know, something to help them be in the process of buying a house because down payment. I kind of got people covered for that. Yeah, closing costs kind of got people covered for that too. But there's those in-between expenses that people have to come up. Not that I don't want people to be vested in anything, because you do. You need to be vested, because yeah. then you appreciate it more. True. But, you know, there's just some people that I know, like, we barely got them, and they try really hard, and they can they can afford to buy a house. They just can't afford these lot of in-between things, and I don't want people to skip one important process in the home buying process, and that's inspections. Know what you buying before you buy it. That's but that's cool. important. So okay. maybe I'll do some some sort of ball. You know, <laughs> uh, who sent me a picture? I think Gary or Joey. Somebody sent me a picture the other day, and we had on furs and and like ball gowns and tuxedos. And I was like, ah, you, you know what? That? I need to get pretty. I need to get pretty. Like maybe I need to create an event so we can get pretty. So maybe something around uh, mm-hmm. the winter time. That'll be cool. That'll be cool. So kids, grandkids. Yes, they're my hearts. Okay. What's your what's your legacy? What do you want your legacy to be when it's all said and done? Oh man! So right now, so I, I they used to call me Miss Bitten here in Kansas City because mm. I owned everything up and down Bitten Boulevard, mm. and it's so cool. Life now. flex, life flex, yeah, life flex. You life know, flex. I, it's cool. We drive up and down Bitten now, and my mom, my son, be like, "Mama, didn't you didn't you own that? Didn't you own that? Didn't you?" He said. You own something up and down this hole? I said, oh, yeah, you know, about at least four on each block. <laughs> I said, and listen, I said, look at them all now. I said, they're all homeowners now. Yeah. I said, you see? I said, look, they nice. They yours is nice. They porch look good. I said, make the block look better, don't it? Make these blocks look better. He's like, oh, okay, Miss Benton. I said, yeah, that's me. So I just think I want to leave something behind. That's why I want to get into development. Something that people can go back to and be like, oh, this was... My 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 mama, my grandmother, my great grandmother. She built this. She did this. So just something that's going to last and stand forever. I want to know that I did it. I want them to know that I did. I did that. She did that. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so so as as far as that, what uh, you said, St. Louis is a is a location getting ready to open an office there. Yes, sixty one forty West Florida. Oh Lord Jesus. Okay. I feel like it's never going to happen. It's like the. The last month of pregnancy, like, oh, my goodness. I, it feel like you didn't, this last month is nine months. Right. So it should be open uh, somewhere between now and a home tour. Uh, okay. It's been a long process, boy. Okay. Down the, down. What, else is, what else is down the pipe? What else? Down the pipeline? It's your promotion right here. You get all of it out. Oh. You know, Ian mentioned it. Give me the name of the nonprofit, too. Oh, it's called By Purpose Productions. That's the nonprofit. Uh, what's in the works? KRG growing. I mean, our whole goal was to become a national real estate brokerage, a national black-owned real estate brokerage. So KRG STL, KRG ATL, KRG Texas, KRG Illinois. I mean, we come into an urban core near you. That's the whole main goal. That's the goal. So we're hiring. We're hiring in Kansas City. We're hiring in St. Louis. Everything. So not just realtors. We need office managers, transaction coordinators, bookkeepers, we need everything, everything for both offices. Um, I'm working on, uh, I, I just bought a whole block. <laughs> I just mm-hmm. bought a whole block. So I'm trying to determine what I'm going to do with this block now mm-hmm. that I bought this block. But I'm going to do something with it. 
Okay. Um, I'm gonna do something. I think just just trying to trying to do all that I can while I'm still able to do gotcha. before I get myself what you too tired. Gotcha. Now, before I make myself too tired and just trying to grow up the agents, grow up the agents, grow up my son, grow up mm-hmm. the other agents and help them fulfill or carry on what it is that we all sat at that little conference table over there and we used to brainstorm. Okay. No doubt. That's no what doubt. we do. We, it's too small for us all now, but we used to sit around that mug and brainstorm like, all right, who writing down what I just said? Did somebody <laughs> capture that? Because that was some good shit. Yeah. They'd be like, we got it, we got it. Okay, 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 cool. All right. Oh, man, yeah, how about that's a good idea, too. We got to do that, too. All right. So just kind of building up a team because it's real important. I understand that I can't do it all myself. Right, right, right. I have to have the proper people around that don't have egos. Gotcha. That is not worried about, oh, this person's ahead or this person's title. Nah, we all in this. We all this on the mission. So I think that right now it's important to put the proper people in in my circle. That's cool. That's cool. Okay. So in this thing, I like, of course, things happen every day. We've seen that today. Yeah. So uh, in the sense of emergency contacts, something was to happen. Who's the first person you call? Oh my goodness! The first person I call is Jesus. After I'm Jesus. calling off Jesus. Nine one one. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna keep going down the list till we get there. Come on. Then I'll probably call my husband, and then I'll probably call my son. Hold on, hold on. You can't, you can't address it. So you call your husband, of course. That's that's smart. So you and your husband and your son together. You, you know, are going down the highway and roadside assistance ain't on the phone or whatever. Who's the next person you call? I ain't calling nobody. I ain't got nobody else to call. So, in the sense of that, phone not working and all of that, go up a couple blocks, phone dead now, time to get on the pay phone. Who do you call? I don't know nobody's phone number by heart. <laughs> do, 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 you, do, you, do you get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I don't know. No. Dude, do phone you, dead. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Do you get what I'm saying? Technology has ruined. I don't know nobody's phone number. So, I ask that question all the time. Um. At one point in time, I had emergency contact. It was solid. It changed. Mm-hmm. So when you're looking at that, sometimes it gives you anxiety to figure out, like, who can I put here? Mm. I was talking to one of my partners the other day, and he was like, bro, if I wanted to start a business right now, and I had to, because he, he loves the question, you know. But he's like, if I want to start a business right now, I don't know five people in my phone I can call and ask for 6000 and they not give me no complaints. They not ask me why. They not ask me how, when I'm going to get it back. He said, I don't have that in my phone. He said, so the desire nowadays is to have that where I can have their numbers memorized. You see what I'm saying? Where I can call them and we can all grow together. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I challenge people, learn these I numbers. I like that. Learn these numbers. Because in the sense of it, too, everybody has different people they can call for different situations. If you really think about it, it shouldn't matter the situation. You should be able to call anybody on your phone, and they should be able to help you when you're on the edge, about to fall. When you're at your highest and they got to bring you back down some. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? When you're stable and you ain't really doing it because you're comfortable, they got to be able to push push and pull you through the door. Okay, you okay. See what I'm I feel bad. I do know who I would call. Talk. I would call uh, Latasha. That's cool. I don't know her phone number about her, but I would call her. That's I would cool. call her. She, she's part of my, she's my, I mean, it's so crazy that we went to we went to high school together. Yes, ma'am. Uh, and everybody kind of dispersed. You know, I got pregnant. Another one got pregnant, you know. I went and got my GED at 16. I don't know what the hell everybody did. All I know is that we all kind of dispersed. Right. So she came back into my life a couple of years ago. She ain't left. She been right here. That's, she, that's my rider. Like, when I tell you, she be protecting me, and I don't even know she protected me. Right. She protect me so good that I didn't even know it was a problem. Okay. I'm like, so, so, so. She's like, I handled it. Huh? What happened? You don't know, I, I be like, let me tell I'm like, oh, my God. She'd be like, how do you be so calm? I said, because I don't let a lot of stuff bother me. She'd be going, I'd be like, hold on, calm down, calm down. You can't, it's a, it's, you, you, can't, you can't go off on everything, about everything. She's like, you're not mad? Yeah. But why you calm? I just learned, like, no. It's a, it's a, it's a way I got to be at all times. Right. If, if you ever hear about Tanisa being rah-rah, yeah. y'all have to know it was something major for me to Last be rah-rah. Yeah, it, I... It, yo, I don't get rah rah, and it ain't happening. It don't matter that I like that type of shit, but I ain't never gonna. I ain't gonna do it. I got too much to lose. You, 
I'm going to exit this stage or I'm going to let you rah-rah all by yourself. And as you finish, yeah, I'm have a have a good day. That's gross. What? Have a good day. <laughs> you know, like, no. Nah. I would call Tasha. My, my takeover button is kind of kind of low. It, 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 it moments it goes high and low, but it's good. Before we leave, handles, where they can reach you at, where they can uh, look you up at, different things like that. Oh, my goodness. You can reach, uh, you can reach me. Uh, you can uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Keys Realty Group. Uh, you can follow us follow us on Facebook, Keys Realty Group STL. Uh, my personal is Miss Keys to KC on Instagram and Tanisa Brown. Our contact information is 816-469-5350. We're located at 3304 Linwood Boulevard in Kansas City, Missouri. 6140 West Florissant in St. Louis, Missouri. And you can always catch us on our website and you can reach out to any agents. That's www.keysrealtygroupinc.com. I want to tell you thank you. No, thank you. Thank you again. I feel like, I don't even feel like a stepchild anymore. I feel oh, like man. I'm part of the family you, you're, now. You're a sister. You're ah. a sister. So my, my, okay. big, my, my big sister had time for me. Oh, okay. even even in her uh, even in her ill state. So man, so we're gonna we're gonna make sure you go home and get you some water. And I'm about and, to go. I'm about to go to the store down. and get a big jug of cold water. Okay, so never goodbye. I always see you later. Okay, okay. Until uh, we see each other again, may God be your direction and we be your seatbelt in this thing called life, or vice versa. Be cool, be safe. All right, thanks.